Happy Hanukkah, everyone! Happy Hanukkah to you, our friends. Look at these lights. Look at these candles. It's a festival of lights. I say, screw Christmas lights. I'm all about Hanukkah lights. Am I right? Connor, fun fact about Hanukkah. Jesus loved it. Jesus the Christ loved Hanukkah. Yeah. Honestly, he he hated Christmas. It was Christmas was kind of the worst for him, if you think about it. It was the worst day of his life, except for that one time he was murdered. Right. Easter is Jesus' least favorite holiday. It's the M word! Hello and welcome to The M Word, a millennial podcast solving millennial problems. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star Hanukkah millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems and hopefully maybe one day a generation's Kyle. How are you celebrating Hanukkah this fine holiday season? Well, um, let's talk about how I'm celebrating Hanukkah. The miracle, of course, of Hanukkah is that during the Maccabees Revolution... Uh, they were, they'd ransacked the temple and then they had, whenever they finally got him kicked out and everybody came back to the temple and there was just like one thing of oil left and it would, it was only enough to burn for one day. And so they, they burned it cause they were like, let's, let's get, let's get with God on this one, huh? And then it kept burning. It just kept going, um, for eight days. So how I celebrate it, which is how I celebrate every year is I, I drive my car until it hits E and, and then I try and see if I can let that last for eight days. Um, it hasn't happened yet. And so I think God may have a problem oil versus gas. I thought it was kind of so similar that maybe it would work. Um, maybe I should try oil next year. I should just like only put a little bit of oil in my car and see if I can't break my engine. I think there's a, uh, a very small pedal and not like the pedal that you put your foot on for the like gas pedal, but there's like a small um, physical wind that you can use to like wind up your car. And <laughs> just like chitty chitty bang go. bang with it had a, a crank at the front, just exactly, like the old good cars. Exactly. Back when cars were good. Now, I, I, I really don't want you to lie to me right now. So I'm going to ask you this. No jokes. Uh, did you Google that before the show today? Uh, the history of Hanukkah? Yes. Oh, no, that's something I know because I, you know, you know, we don't talk about this enough, but Jesus was a Jew. And uh, so a big part of Christianity is the Jewishness of Jesus. And uh, Maccabees is in the Bible. So that's a thing that exists. I I felt very bad when Alexandra's parents had to explain to me what Hanukkah was because I uh, there's no there's just no no place in my brain that had it. It didn't. I searched the files. I hit command space, and I did a spotlight search for Hanukkah facts. And I was yeah. like, eight candles. Hanukkah is the candle holder. I think um, it's not Christmas. Hope, nope. Oh, there's yep. several. No, you got day, it all. There's several days of it, and yep. uh, and I'd hit command F, and there was no nothing. The word history wasn't there. Yeah. I I can tell you that I had my first potato lot lot lotkeys. I can't remember if that's how you say it. Um, but the traditional 
Jewish yes. uh, thing like on this. Hanukkah and is so good. I actually deeply enjoyed them. They were very good. Yeah, I think I ha- I think I liked them whenever I put them in my tummy last year. We shall see this new Hanukkah season. Um, we'll see if there's been any innovation in the latke market, you know, Hanukkah to Hanukkah. There's nothing there's nothing like innovation. You find you find the coolest innovation in traditional things, you know? Like whenever yeah. like Christmas trees, tradition Tradition, tradition, and you see them coming out with all these cool new Christmas tree innovations. You know what I mean? You have you have planters that are making Christmas trees that smell even greener, and you have you have biologists, plant biologists, making the trees wish you Merry Christmases uh, in their bark. You know. Right. That I mean, and that's the that's the next step. My and this is actually a serious thing. My aunt goes Christmas crazy, and they have like twelve Christmas trees in her home. Each one has its own theme, but she's also got plenty of the upside down spinning Christmas trees that exist. Or at one point, I think my cousin did this, where it was a portal Christmas tree, so that half of, half of the of the Christmas tree was like on the wall. And then the other half was coming down from the ceiling as if it was going through a portal. And I was just like, where where are the presents? Wait, you know, like, what? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I swear to God, I saw that on Reddit like yesterday. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that my cousin didn't invent the cutting a tree in half and making it Kyle, look like a portal. did you make that? Yeah. I yeah. love finding my friends on Reddit. That's that's right. I'm I am user Christmas Banger. Um, that's my username on Reddit. Uh, you can find all my Christmas ideas there, but fuck Christmas. It's Hanukkah time for a few days. So screw Christmas and that Christ child. I'm all about candles and temples. So, so as far as I know, we really want to celebrate eight crazy nights. Um, I want to, and Kyle, this is my challenge to you and to me. Uh, on this, the day of one of the days of Hanukkah. I don't know I, which one. Do I'm we pretty sure have a name? Um, yeah. So the first one is Doc. The second one is Grumpy. Snoopy's the, the next night. one. Is Snoopy? Yep. Got that one. Down in one. So on this, the fifth or sixth or third day of Hanukkah. I think it's the sixth is the day that this episode comes out. I'm pretty sure it ends on Sunday. The 10th. It's the 10th of Sunday. Just like the Alamo, we're going to stay up the whole the whole rest of the Hanukkah time. <laughs> just like just, just like, like the Maccabees wanted. Yes. Okay. Well, I wish you'd have told me this beforehand because I, re- I didn't sleep. I haven't slept in weeks and I was well, really hoping. Well, get your coffee ready, Kyle. I can't drink coffee. It gives me poop. Um. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun way of saying that. Sometimes I I like the way I say things, and I decide to comment on it in this format. Connor, you know who else likes to say things and hear the sound of their own voice? It's the internet. The internet uh... loves to do that. Internet loves to do that. So what I did is is I did our standard going through Reddit and see what problems exist on the internet. I want to help solve some problems. That's what we do. That's who we are. Um, I'm going to take you to user semi-realized who says... Which one is more British? And so I obviously picked this one so that we could do our very, very, very good British accents. And maybe I'll just give you a taste right now. Which one of these is more British? 
had the fortune of meeting my English professor, or had the pleasure of meeting my English professor. So, it sounds like the main thing is just the difference between fortune and pleasure. Right. It's what is it? What's in their syntax? What's in their colloquialism? You know. Yeah. I mean, so there's nothing more like Britishism than making everything a question. Right. Okay. So they always talk like this. So it's always going to go up. I yeah. don't really know why. Yeah. You know? So I don't think it's the language itself. I think it's how you say it. It's all about the tone. The right. tone and the T's is what they say. Well, I think that's what they're saying. So if we if we use the same tone and the same T's, which, by the way, is a very good word that you used right there, um, what's better? Is it fortune or is it pleasure? You know? Which and those are two complete different demographics of the English people. It was also but, two complete demographics of your brain. The way that you just said e- either of those words. That's right. I you know I feel like had the fortune of meeting my English professor sounds more British, but it also sounds weird because I feel like every time I've seen it in movies, it's like, "Oi, I had the good fortune." No, they wouldn't have sounded Cockney. They'd have been like, "I had the good fortune of meeting my English professor." I feel like fortune says royalty in the 50s while pleasure screams whorehouse of the naughties connor can i give you my royal um my royal accent from the 50s which is something i've legitimately practiced because i watch a lot of the crown yes i had the fortune of meeting my english professor and I, he taught me so many things, and I deeply enjoyed all of them, especially the sexual components. Thank you so much for greeting me today, and may you all have the fortune of meeting my professor. So, just to clarify, is this person trying to, like, just, who is he trying to sound British for? My, the voice right now? No, not your current, not your... (laughs) Not your current motivation. Okay. okay. I'm talking about the, the the question asker. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe I'm guessing maybe this is an actor or maybe a screenwriter and they're trying to write an English a, a British person's line and they're trying to figure out the syntax because we don't get it, you know, we don't understand other cultures and how they talk sometimes. You know, the, we we call it trunk, they call it boot. Um, you know, we call it elevator. They call it lift. Um, we call it, um, you know, money. They call it healthcare. It's just like so different between the, the oceans. So here's what you need to do is on the day of the shoot, it's very simple. Um, just have the actor do both lines. Oh, yeah. And then then put off the decision like a good millennial boy does. That's it. That's all you have to do. Look at you that. We solved later. it. On the, uh, you show, yeah, sorry, but you do have to show it to a bunch of British boys after the fact to get a consensus. I am beginning to think that maybe this is the person who writes The Crown for Netflix, and maybe they're just trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure out season three, you know? God, I don't know whose decision it was to hire an American to to write The Crown. Yeah, it was real weird, huh? I guess, man, they really wanted to, It's just an inclusive. God, it's so inclusive. What an inclusive group. What a good inclusive group. Um, speaking of inclusive group, Connor, let me take you to this question. And the uh, subject is Florida. So just kind of prepare your heart. This is posted by Ray Stark. 
who says, "Oh God, yeah, race Stark, race Stark, like like race heart, race, and then like the House of Stark, the Mighty Wolves, Stark." My name is Arya. That one. <laughs> God. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Jon yeah, Snow is please. my brother. My father, Mr. Stark, had sex with... Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> my father, Professor Stark. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. He slept with a dragon lady. That was the end of that sentence. Um, Ray Stark says, if a U.S. state were to be physically annihilated, let's say Florida, <laughs> were to oh. be... <laughs> were to oh. be completely and permanently submerged in seawater, would it still be a state and retain its senators, reps, electoral votes, etc., or would it be stricken from the roster and lose the rights granted by statehood? Hmm. This is a good thinker. So, in this scenario, Florida, like, as a state, has been destroyed by... I mean, probably rising sea levels, right? Like, that's that's not even that drastic. Like, that's going to happen. Right. Hmm. So, if it just goes away, is it going to merge? Like, where do those Floridians go? Right. So, that's the thing, right? We have to figure out, people have to stay for it to be a state, right? Otherwise, it's just like an, a territory, maybe. But I feel like it's harder to kick a state out of the U.S., right? Here's like, what, okay. Instead of me do like solving this problem, I'm going to make a prediction about what is actually going to happen. Are you ready? Okay. So Republicans decide to move in and keep all the electoral college votes for themselves. It's only Republicans and it's only like 20 people. They find like the one island there that is habitable. Yeah. And they make an entire economy all in of themselves tribal nation style but they hold on to all of their senate seats so the only people there are representatives and so they actually spend all of their time in dc well okay so they can survive and so it's actually becomes one of the most representative democracies in the world because they're all representatives yeah however downside they get literally all the electoral college votes and that doesn't change because they don't feel like changing it. And that's how they win the state of Florida. Well, I do think there is something to be said as far as how our system of government currently operates that IRL, it would just probably go if there were still some people left in Florida and they were like, hell yeah, I want, I want we still are a state. I love this Stop place. Taking away my rights. Yeah. My gator, Steve, he's a good man. A good gator. Um, He's he a ate good a man. gator, and I want to. <laughs> we with news legislation. We get to fuck gators now. That's, it's law. That's what we do. We did it before, but y'all tried to stop. We us. did it before. We'll do it. Again. We'll do um, it again. <laughs> this is my lizard baby, Irwin, um, and he is precious to me and ha- deserves all the rights of a white man. And he's running for president next next cycle. <laughs> there you go. Um, I do think, though, so if that were to happen, if there were still people to find an island of Florida, then they would just be, they would, during the next census, they would lose all their power. They would only have probably two senators and one representative and then three electoral votes. That's all they'd have. So they'd be, you know, Wyoming. They would have the same amount of power as Wyoming. Strong. Strong (laughs) Wyoming, man. We know the the strongest state in the union. Um, Can I say, maybe... (laughs) 
something to prevent this from happening. What if everybody just picks up a bucket of sand, you know? Um, I and we just kind of throw it on the state, and we just say, "Hey, we're back. Look at us." And then, and then at the end, you can say, "I built this. We built this city. <laughs> My great great grandfather, he built this state from the sand up." And we, Connor, you know what we're 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 missing out on here is renaming the state and forming the first, you know, underwater state of Atlantis. Whoa! Because obviously, by this point, with climate change, we're gonna have to innovate. We're gonna have to start building underwater settlements because that's that's all we'll live in, and it'll be that and Mars. That those are our two habitable zones of the Earth of of the solar system, and so we're gonna have to start sometime. We might as well do it on Florida so we can really test out everything. And they become just so advanced; they get ahead of the curve. They go under. They go underwater. They get all the oxygen for themselves from the top, and they just suck, suck, suck the oxygen away. And we're up here going, "Oh no, too much CO two," and the gas people are like, I, "This is good for me. We just, we just love breathing CO two, which I guess is the only reason they do that now, right? Is there just a certain number of people that are like, "Man, I just, whew, I love breathing CO two. I get so that. They keep on pumping that into the atmosphere. Get that carbon high." Give me some of that carbon high. Send all that oxycotton to our oxy. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's obvious. Whenever you bur- when you drive a car, oxycotton comes out of the exhaust, um, and that's what's warming our earth. So they go underwater, but Kyle, I, 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 I like, I like going there, but I also like the fact that we are building these cities. Every time we're putting more trash out there, we've all built. This, the the foundation upon which we are living, metaphorically and physically. I I leave rubber from the sole of my shoe around everywhere I go. Yes. From erosion. From erosion of your foot. Connor, I'm just trying to solve more problems here. Um, because I'm this is a real question about how do we not go extinct as a species, right? Like that's the question. This is just like, okay. You know, this question is about Florida, maybe one state, but it's it's us preparing for our ultimate doom. And how do we prevent it? Connor, everybody's talking about Mars. Everybody's talking about Mars and how there's no water there, so there's no life. But we've got rising sea levels. Why don't we just take some of that water, put it on Mars? Hmm. Why hasn't anybody just thought the, of that? Just the interstellar straw. We build a big straw from the Pacific Ocean. Because, I mean, man, you just got get some of that pressure, just suck, suck, suck away. And, I mean, then you just, you got yourself a stew. Right. So, we've got, we've got the Moon Express team. They're on the moon. They've built a pump that exists on the moon. The moon is now a big pump. We get the straw, hook it up into the moon, put it in the ocean, and then we just get a straw from the moon. Can you see? I want you to see in your mind's eye just this the straw like hanging out on the moon and it just like circling the earth and it bringing around the big straw it like is, a big... It's going to it's going to have to be a bendy straw. Yeah. <laughs> We've already innovated there, so we don't need Listen, to Listen, I know this is crazy, but it's it's got to be a bendy. It's got to be a rigid get, bendy. We, the rigid ones, they just we tried, it doesn't work. There's like 17 now uh Milky Way straws, if you will, bouncing around the universe. That's all we need. Um, all we need. Okay, so let's just start on that because we do need two hundred thirty-eight thousand eight hundred fifty-six miles of straw. 
So if we could, I mean, not straw, straw, like straw, plastic. We need plastic. We need a plastic straw. Um, and uh, gosh, it's probably going to have to be longer if it's going to bend, huh? Huh? Uh, mm, well, at the, least well, like four or five feet. <laughs> yeah, just a few long. extra feet. That's for the engineers to figure out. That's not our job. We're not. Ugh. They say we're we're problem solvers. We're theoretical problem solvers, okay? And it, well, actually, that that kind of that undermines what theory is, which is a lot more than what we're doing. We are hyper theoretical. We are problem solvers. We give you the goods and you figure out the rest. <laughs> we're ideas boys, okay? We're just idea boys. That's what we do. I I forgot to mention this at the top, but I guessed it on a show that comes out on this week um, called Thread Raiders Podcast, which is like a community of, of tabletop gaming people. They get together. They're very nice people. And I was on their show and um, one of the hosts of the show asked me some questions about <laughs> about the M-word and he he pulled examples of the show, like saying, for example, um, in episode 31, you claimed that you could use the dead and cemeteries to regain power in government. How would you? And so he asked me questions about things we said, and I never heard some of the things we've said in just quotes, such as in episode 37, you said farts lead to climate change. Now, can you explain... As if I was on stage at a think tank, you know, presentation based on the things we suggest. And I'm like, look, we just throw it out there, right? We're putting the ideas out there. It's not our job to figure out, you know, all the steps. We just go, here's point A, here's point B. Here's the quickest way to get there. A straw to the moon. Oh, God. I, it's, I really, it's, it's tough because... We're in a recorded medium, and yet I really don't want consequences for my words. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. You know? Yep. Because people uh, change. People change. People change. We don't, don't but people do. That. We've heard about that. So we talked about the the interstellar bendy straw, or the what's this? Do does our solar system have a name? Yep, the uh, the Milky Gay. It's a uh, Right next to the Milky Way. God, I wish they came with a better name. I think it's great. I think good on you. You know what's God. funny? I don't think our solar system has a name, and that's a real bummer, because what are we supposed to call this place? This is our home, y'all. This is our home. It's he- called uh, Earth Circles. And we call it we call it Earth Circles, maybe Human Town. Welcome to Human Town. Welcome, welcome to... But it's it's so much not human. Um, There's so much that isn't human. What if, you know, because there's a, a, the it theory. It should be called like Sun Town. Well, but there's other suns though. Um, sun City. What if, so what if, because you know the odds of there being life on other planets is like real small. Um, it's possible, but real small. So what if we just it called this one God Loves Us, you know? Because it's just yeah, like. God's favorite. <laughs> God's favorite balls, if you will. Exactly. This is God Star. And um, he loves this one. He loves this burning gas. Ooh. Oh, what if we do that? This is the uh, something about gas. We got, you know, maybe this is the pipe of the galaxy. This is the beautiful, the Holly Weird. We call this one Holly Weird. How about we talk about some other millennial things? Because those are obviously big picture problems, but we need stuff that affects millennials, Connor. And Reddit user Solas95 has given us a great, great solution for all our millennial problems. 
What would happen if at least 75% to 100% of people with private student loans just stopped paying them? Just like a fuck you to Sally Mae. Hey, Sally, fuck you. So, and I and I need some clarification because I'm not in debt just yet. That's the that's the loan. That's the loaner, right? Sally Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, Sally Mae. I'm pretty sure Freddie Mac is for homes. I think it's Sally Mae and not Naviant. 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 I think it's that one. And then of course the federal government. Okay. But that's. I mean, they're just saying private student loans here. I mean, they already don't right like what's the student loan default rate you know i don't know i wasn't prepared for that kind of uh research uh Uh, student hold on hold on hold on wowzer uh so this is from forbes so whether or not it's accurate is beyond my research time uh between 20 October 1st 2013 September 30 2016 public colleges had a 11.3 student loan default rate and private colleges student loan default rate was 7.4 which is rising from 7.0 so people are already not paying them but let's get that number higher let's let's what jack happens it up if we hit 90 percent default rate on student loans well and obviously we're not talking about public loans if you owe the department of education money you have to pay them because if you don't then the irs comes after you and they can like garnish wages and um, and things like that. And that's not fun. But I'm pretty Ooh. sure private loan companies, they can they can just like sue you, I think. Yeah. And that might not be true. How this is obviously, this is the part of the show where we say, hey, this is real good financial advice right here. That's fine. So, but why would they, they're not going to go after everybody, right? <laughs> they're just going to go after they're, the big ones. They're just going to go after the big student loan boys. Those who like went went to those fancy big boy schools. Well, here's the thing, right? So if we if we can cause them if if we stop doing this for a few months, right? They don't have any money coming in. Guess what? Sally Mae, Naviant, they're going to go broke. Government ain't going to help you. They can't even afford the lawyers. They can't afford the lawyers. They're going to go broke. They have to declare bankruptcy. What's going to happen when they declare bankruptcy? They're going to sell off all their debts. What's going to happen then? Those people are not going to want to buy those debts because they know we have the power now. We can stop their collections. So instead, they just forgive all the debts. Guess what? We now have free uh, college education in America. Congratulations. And on to the stage now, I welcome Bernie Sanders, who made this all possible. We need to stop. I can't do a very good Bernie Sanders accent. <laughs> yeah, but that was very beautiful, and I appreciate I loved it very much. We need to stop paying the monies to the people. I don't know. It turns into, like, Bill Cosby a little bit, I guess. That's fine. I, I do think, you know, just throw a little capitalist uh, pig in there, and then, uh, and then that's Bernie. That's Bernie, just like his talk show. Oh, dear. So... If you just stop paying them, win-win for everybody. You don't have to pay them. That's if it. If you stop, then you don't have to. Guys, we figured it out. We did it. I'm very happy. I've got one last. Re- I got one last Reddit problem that we can really, we can really help out with. Actually, the only reason I included this one is because I just really wanted to um, say that it's, uh, it's not dumb. So uh, <laughs> I just, oh fuck! I love Reddit usernames. Um, this user, <laughs> Harembe the Wise, says... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love the internet. Um, Harembe the Wise says, Is it dumb to want to see a therapist just to see what it's like, even if you don't have a problem like depression? 
I didn't even bring this on to joke about. I just wanted to say, fuck yeah, go see a therapist. Just go test it out. Seriously, just go test out a therapist and say, and Speaking tell him that. Speaking someone who's seen like three or four, the first thing is going to be like, what's brought you in here? And I think if you went like, I just want to know what it's like, they're going to pull some shit <laughs> out of you, man. Yeah, the, the key is that you walk in and you say, I'm just here for the sampler. And then they lay out all their advice for you and they just give you little bits and they give you a little taste, a little taste of healing, a little taste of mental health. Yeah, but why did you really come in here? Well, I mean, I just, I just wanted to see, yeah, but don't, I mean, I, I mean, I imagine you had other things to do with your time. What, what brought you here today? Well, I guess my, my car. My, my porn addiction. Oh, looks like we're solving problems left and right now. <laughs> hey Wayo, got you. That'll be $30 copay. Oh, no insurance? $1,000. Okay, one of these fuckers who replied said, save your money and confide in friends unless you have a serious problem. I'm just, I'm going to downvote that. Now they have negative one points. Because that's a shit response. Unless you have a serious problem. That is a very shit response. (laughs) The other person replied said, let's apply this to other healthcare. Save your money and go to your friends unless it's terminal cancer. You (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Good call. You got him. You got him, Reverend T, which is the name of that person. Good job, Reverend. Love you so much. You're my favorite Reverend. Speaking of Reverends, I think I want to go to confessional to talk about a current problem we got from a listener. (laughs) Sometimes I love uh, your sentences and the journey they take me on. Thank you for thank you for choo choo riding this train to the end of who knows where. I guess the end of the sentence. But in this case, it's going to be the beginning of a new problem. It goes like this. I have a real problem with money. My parents never taught me how to budget properly and schools for losers. So I find myself without money more often than not. My problem is that I want to know what are the best alternatives to using money. Should I give it all up and become a monk? Are euros somehow better? Please help. Kevin. <laughs> I do like. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I said this wrong. Please help. They have a little question mark at the end. Kevin, <laughs> please help. Uh, Kevin. Well, you hit the nail right on the head. Euros are better, I think. Um, so just convert it all to euros, and all your money problems will go away. I I've been thinking about this lately. Is like money in general, right? It's not. Values hard, man. Values hard. It's really like to sit here and go, mm, this is in seventeen percent uh dollar bills, y'all. It's got it's so sketchy. The stocks today, man. It's all just going what it is. What is money? Is this gonna be this much? Is that gonna be that much? Take it all away. I vote I th- I think, Kevin, you're onto something. I I'm really into that whole monk business. Right, minus all the religious aspects of it. What are the what are the who are the least religious monks you can think of? Can you be a monk without going into like I guess unless you want to start your own monastery, which honestly you're not going to be able to do in America without some capital, kaching kaching. Right? Yeah, sadly enough, you do need you do need some money to become a monk um, and start your own monastery. There's a bunch of monks who their main goal is that they pray and they make. Um, beer and wine and alcohol um and they give the wine to churches for you know blood stuff and um but they also make whiskey and so like that's i'm down with them i'm down with them monks 
where I so I have a dream, and I know this is getting away from the question, but I have a dream of going to one of those East Asian countries and living in a monastery for like a year. You know, so like a Tibetan, like a Tibetan monastery, right? Waking up at three a.m., four a.m. every day, and uh, and making beer and and wine and and just thinking about what am I? What is my purpose? You know, I don't think Tibetan monasteries make alcohol. Mostly, that was my understanding of Catholic monasteries because um, they all about that alky. But do you think they just? I, do you think they just subsistence farm? Uh, maybe. And and I don't know. I'm pretty sure Tibetan monks just kind of like real chill and they kind of wish China would recognize them. And like, that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. They're just like, mm, can you please? And they're like, nah. They're like, hey, we'll be super chill if you could just kind of let us do this thing on top of this mountain, uh, please. Ooh, please. Thank you. Hey, and uh, if you kill me, I will come back as a small child. Thank you. Better watch out. You better not cry. I'm Santa. Uh, I, I'm Santa, but also, uh, what's the what's the guy's name? What's the name of the the guy who comes back? The Dalai, Dalai Lama? Lama is coming to town. Yep, that's it. Got it in one. You got that one. Got it in one. Cut it together, and there you have the facts of life. Uh, no, so so monk style. I'm su- I'm super fascinated in. Um, can I can I counter though? Because I don't think you're gonna last long as a monk. You know that takes a whole lot of commitment. It takes a whole lot of uh, stuff. I say what you do instead. You go the commune lifestyle. You go full commune, um, which is just one step away from communist. Um, but you don't go full that way. So you just build up your little commune, and then you just grow your own stuff, and you build your own houses, and everything you do, you trade. Hey, do you want this book? Please give me eight chickens. Dead. If only, if only, if only we valued, like, you know, human connection more. And I don't mean that in, like, the old baby boomer way. I mean that in saying, here, let me do this favor for you. And in return, we uh, we have a night together watching uh, Parks and Rec. You know? You trade relationship time or or uh or acts of acts of love for for goods and services okay so just like a whole Do not, lot of- you dare say prostitute it is not a prostitute i know that's what you're gonna say is that what you're gonna say no 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 not a prostitute everything but sex take sex out of it Sex is illegal in this commune. How many how many bases can you get to before it's it's prostitution? Obviously third. Okay. So that's kissy touchy, right? First yes. and second, kissy touchy. Yes. All right. Hey, I need this as hammer. As long as touchy isn't near privates. I, I need I need this hammer um to build my house. I'll make out with you for a minute. For a whole minute. And then he's like, hey, I'm sorry, this is a nice hammer. Minute and a half, and you go deal. But no, no, no services before, before acts rendered. Okay, 
So you can't like be having a normal relationship session and then afterwards be like, oh, uh, so all of that actually, sorry, that was an acts of service that uh, you owe me $50,000. Right. Or it's just like, hey, whenever I said uh, make out, I didn't say it was with your lips. I'm making out with your shoulder. Give me that shoulder. Take that sleeve I'm, down. I'm, I am worried, though, in this secret society that you'll have an entirely built relationship and then, like, three years later, whoops, hey, so I actually need to buy a house. So all that you just had, you now owe me. You are now in debt to Freddie Mac. My name is Freddie Mac. I do. I really like that because then you have the opportunity for uh, installment plans, right? I will, I'll come over every week and um, I'll massage your foot and we'll alternate feet. Please, please let me live in this house. Please continue allowing me to stay here, which I don't think would be, a, you know, honestly, Kyle, can you imagine? <laughs> that's the, if, that's uh, the only way I'm getting a house. So can you imagine? There's no way. There's no there's no way you, you're going to try to bring a dollar bill in there. No, that's gross. It's it's tainted with 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 capitalism. And you might as well give me monopoly money. It means nothing here. It means nothing here. It means nothing in this community. We only accept loves, hugs, and kisses in non-sexual places. Also, gold. Gold is still good. Also, we were really into gold. <laughs> please, please, if you find any gold, uh, gold's still good. So, listen, we have communes. We have monasteries. Do you think that there is currency in some other part of the world that isn't so bad? Uh, isn't so bad as in um, managing money because that's the biggest problem that Kevin has right because of the way we have set up our system you got these dollars sitting in the bank sitting in your wallet just waiting to be spent because if you don't spend it then the economy crashes and it's your fault Kevin fuck you so you got to spend that money but if you're just like uh man I kind of want a Nintendo Switch oh but I don't want you know what I don't want to make out with old man gristle anymore and so i'm not gonna buy that nintendo switch like that's easier to manage your money you're not spending stuff you don't have or you don't want to how much personal advice came out of that sentence huh so much how much secret heart of hearts was that in that one kyle man well i i didn't want to tell you but i used our submission form this week and um just kind of put my own in there just um kevin is my alter ego legitimately uh, when you read this i did think this fuck me this is me uh shit oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no no kyle you gotta do you still use bank i do still use bank a future yes. sponsor of our show don't give them any more <laughs> notoriety they must pay i'm gonna bleep that out that's what i'm gonna do hey Bank, if you want to be here, if you want to hear your name, you got to pay us that good dollar bills that we mm. crave. We do we do need them. Uh so so okay. I don't know, man. When 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 is when are we just going to go into the place where currency doesn't exist? You know? When is it just going to when is it going to be the time when will we have evolved to the point that we don't need all this "Quote unquote trade and quote unquote commerce." Well, you know, I we it, this is you know beating a red horse, but Mars is going to be the solution to everything. I think because we get a fresh uh, planetary start. No money on Mars. That's the, that's the token, the slogan, the slogan, token right. tagline. We do get the money from 
from Earth, but then we don't we don't really use it. Like we're funded, but we're not funding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but either way, it's fun. You know. Either way, <laughs> either way, we're having a good time. Kevin, just throw it away. Get out of here. In reality, uh, Kevin, just take all your money out of the banks. The banks exist as an extension of the IRS, so they cannot be trusted. And stuff it in a couch, not a mattress. They know to go look in a mattress. They, put it in a couch. They're, they're really good at searching mattresses. They have little scanners that just check your sweet, sweet for mattress. Or if uh, don't don't give another sponsor away, Connor. Sorry, we gotta sorry. we gotta make them pay. Um, I also, according to Red Dead Redemption, you can also keep it in the chimney, a very popular place to keep your cash. So, um, that's what I do. Just do that. Also buy Apple stock. That's probably pretty good too. Yeah. Except don't buy any stock right now. It might not be the best idea. It is going to be like a little bit. Yeah. You got to play the long game. You know, you're not going to make any short term wins. Don't, don't ever think short term. Always think long term. And then, and then hopefully long term actually happens. Hopefully you're not dead from it not being able to you know survive but going back honestly kevin get yourself a nice budgeting app i'm sure there's several they don't work i'm gonna try to list them they don't work i'm gonna tell you that right now can't change who you are yeah you kyle you change who you are every day kevin give up i can tell you from personal experience none of it works you will never have money kevin and it's time you embrace that you, you support Kyle. the economy while Connor is over here saving money and not stimulating anybody or any economy. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's not stimulating anybody. Sure, sure not. I spend sure all day suffering under financial not. stress so to make sure yeah. that everyone's pleasant Kyle's, and stimulated. Yep. Kyle works very hard to stimulate everyone he meets. I do. I have to tell myself every day not to buy a Nintendo Switch. It's the Stop worst. Stop stimulating the economy. Stop it. That's what all the cold buddies want. Yeah. You know what you should do, Kevin? This is what you should do. Don't get a budgeting app. Get a budgeting friend. Also, I mean, I think they're called accountants. Ooh. But do an account do an accountant that you don't have to pay for. No, but Kyle, you just made a very good point. I do that so occasionally. The smartest person, what they would do, they don't pay for anything. They they we we combine the two, Kyle. I feel like the guy who's like brain, you know, the meme of the of the of the earth exploding and the guy's head going hands going away from his head like, whoa, you know how much I love you explaining memes. Uh, That's me right now. So what you do, you befriend anybody that you need. Okay, you need a mechanic. Take take a mechanic out to eat. Become his best fucking friend. Three years later. Then get your car fixed. Be like, oh shit. So there's something going on. And they're like, I'll take care of that shit for you. Make a friend in every field. Yeah, but how do you make a friend without spending money? Kyle, what are you talking about? You go over there. You go over to their house. (laughs) Uninvited. Walk in. Uninvited. You show up. Hey, I brought some wine that I got from attending a party that I wasn't invited to. Kyle, come on. I do like this. Think long term. I like this idea that you have a starting point, right? So it's like, it depends on your family. So whoever's in your family, that's your base level. So let's say, you know, your dad's a doctor. Your mom's a, a a, a winery person. So you can start off with at least healthcare and wine. And you can bring those to your future people. So you talk, go up to a person on the street and say, hey, you want some free wine? What do you do for a living? Oh, you're a mattress salesman. 
I could use one of those occasionally. How about you take this wine, I'll get a mattress. And then you take that mattress and you just, what's the word in, in like rummage sales? You keep trading up and up and up and up until you're at the top, you're president of the United States. Yes. I have seen one of those videos where like I got, I took a penny and turned it into a house. It is an office episode. Like, what? Yeah, there is an office episode. That's that's probably what I was thinking of. No, this was like a very legitimate documentary. But then again, it was also because <laughs> it was on TV. Is it a it, documentary it featuring a, an office a workplace? Was it a no! paper company? No. Was it a paper no! company documentary? No. That's a mockumentary, foolish. <laughs> no. It's, uh, I can't remember. I saw it on Reddit, but that's what happened. And it was dumb, but we don't want that. We want to build lasting relationships. And although those relationships may be somewhat falsified by authenticity, you still get the goods. Exactly. And what's more capitalistic than that? Right. It all comes down to the hierarchy of needs. We need social companionship. We all need it. So let's just embrace that and say, hey, we let's use each other for our own benefit because that's how humanity and civilization has worked for thousands of years. Mm. Very, very good. Very good memes today, Kyle. Very good memes. Very good show. Just top A quality advice you won't find anywhere else except for the M word. We want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro and outro music. Uh, fuck, Millennial Juice Blue. Juice, juice Blue. Millennial, m- millennial and Juice Blue. of a Dusty Boy. Uh, we also want to thank Cynthia Martinez for our cover art. We thank her so much, but she's such a good drawer artist. She is. She's so good. She's going to be graduating soon with her something degree, probably art related, I'm pretty sure, because she's good at it. Um, like I said earlier, I was a guest on a show called the Thread Raiders Podcast, which is a community of people online that support each other and they do tabletop gaming and stuff like that. They're really great. I was on their podcast and had a incredible time. And very, very fun people. And that came out on the same day as this episode. So um, you can go to the show notes and check that out or search Thread Raiders in your podcast thing to find them. And uh, Connor, do we want to talk about what we're going to do for December? Yes. For those who made it all the way to the end of the podcast, congratulations, because you get in on a little secret. Uh, the next three weeks, Kyle and I will be exchanging gifts. We will not know what those gifts are until... We open them on the show. So if you want to participate in this lovely gift exchange process, listen in the next three weeks and you will know how much me and Kyle actually like each other. That's right. And I think I'm going first, right? I'm sending you a gift for next week. Yep. I'm very excited and also very scared. You got to tell me if I need to wear extra special clothes. Um, do you have a, a Kevlar vest? Do you have a Jesus I just don't want to get you something you already have, you know? Oh, um, yes? Okay, I'll get you a gun then. Oh, God Thank damn it. you so much for listening to the M-Word. And as we always say, put on your Kevlar. It's getting dangerous out here. <laughs> go to your go to your city gun. Get, get your Kevlar. Shoot those zombies. Oh, we didn't talk about that in this episode. Fuck. <laughs> So go get on the Patreon and you'll figure out what we're talking about. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Patreon.com slash Bye.